0: Hello and welcome to the United Community Podcast. We're back with another episode and we've got plenty to talk about tonight. Of course, we're going to talk Manchester United. uh, Lack of intensity shown the other night against Wolves. We're going to talk about the forward line. Anthony, Anthony, Sancho, Garnacho, who should start. And the midfield dilemma, balancing attack and defence. We're also going to talk about Manchester City picking up where they left off from last season and how big of a miss is Kevin De Bruyne going to be. And who's going to fill his boots Arsenal as well, decent start Will they be the main challengers to City? But of course we do see that Timber has got an ACL injury Will they have to go back into the transfer window? We're going to talk Liverpool, we're going to talk Chelsea We're going to talk Newcastle as well As usual, get your thoughts into the comments section below Let's get right into it So we've got the main man as usual, Ricey is back with us Plenty to talk about tonight uh, How are you keeping Ricey, all good?
1: All good Jack, all good, you?
0: Good, good man, good to see you, good to see you Let's jump straight into it, let's talk Manchester United um, Yeah, look, I mean three points on the board after the, the opening game of the season But I suppose the main talking points are around the performance more than anything else uh, Very lacklustre performance First game of the season, you'd be thinking, you know, Monday night football under the lights at Old Trafford should have been, you know, a brilliant, brilliant start. But it wasn't. It was underwhelming, to say the least. Uh, and I would say what I always say to your first question in, what did you make of it yourself as a, I suppose, an outsider looking in at?
1: Look, it had hints last season offered when you kind of didn't play well still got the result the main thing is the result it's a lot better of a start than last season he started last season with two losses it's a one nil home win home win to one of the so-called weaker sides in the premier league uh i think from the outside in you'll take it a lot to work on but it's a lot better than dropping points already in the season and um, Albeit if you did get very lucky at the end, I'm sure we'll have a discussion about that. There's probably lots of opinions on that. I was looking at your TikToks and unless you've kind of reversed your decision, I think that you were kind of talking that you feel it may have been a penalty and that you kind of got away with one.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Overall, I just thought, I won't say United didn't have a game plan because they obviously went out with a game plan. It just looked to me as if they were almost all over the shop and um, like look very, very Sunday league. There at times just how that Kuna, that striker Kuna is it. And um, geez, he came from deep, carried the ball on a couple of occasions, carried it 40, 50 yards. Wasn't even riding tackles because there wasn't even tackles being made players running alongside him. He missed a gifted opportunity When he blazed over, Just move that mic one
0: slightly closer to your mouth. Yeah,
1: when he blazed it over at back post. And um, also, I thought there was another one where he kind of broke through and pulled it wide to the left from the edge of the box.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, But I suppose the question I wanted wanted to, to pose to you is like, how after. I know it's been a long pre-season And you can put it down to that if you want I'd like to get your opinion on it Because even some of the players at Manchester United Were talking about the amount of travelling They had to do throughout pre-season You know, obviously Oslo, yeah. Edinburgh, Dublin All over America as well is there, is there an excuse that United players can put that down to Or is it just maybe first game of the season Jitters, what do you, you know it's.
1: it's- I look, there is, like, players Even though they're professionals And they're getting paid hundreds of thousands a week They're still human They're still going to be tired I'm not saying that that is down to tiredness. It is a bit disappointing for United fans. Like you have a sold-out Old Trafford, Wolves coming to town. You have a home game, Monday Night Lights. You're kind of hoping for two, three, maybe four nil. Do you know that's the dream start to the season?
0: Yeah.
1: Some players wouldn't weren't up to scratch. Personally, didn't think Rashford did very well in the game. Like Casemiro, although tried, like was below his standards. I'm saying. And not saying they were poor, and saying by their high standards, Anthony yeah. seems to play the ball backwards a lot. He kind of throws himself around a lot and throws himself to the ground a lot. I thought your best actual attacking performance of the night was nearly Sancho when he came onto the pitch. Yeah. He kind of looked lively. Again, I don't know if like that's the answer because this would have happened before, where he kind of came on and gave that twenty minute cameo done very well then he gets the chance from the start the next day and he's whipped after 60 or 70. Seems to be a or common
0: theme and- though, with, with United players that they, they make good appearances off the bench. We see him with Garnacho last season. Anytime he came off the bench, he played really well. And anytime he started, he just kind of caused the true games.
1: Yeah, 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 I agree. Um, I was kind of disappointed with Rashford, like you'd be hoping that he'd get off the mark after kind of 30 goals last season. It would have been nice, would have been a great game for him to get off the mark just at home, get that confidence up. Because I think Rashford is, although a lot of players are, I think more so than anyone, he's kind of a very confidence player. You see, Rashford over the years, when he scores, he can go on runs of scoring six, seven, eight games in a row. But then he can also go that amount of games in a row kind of without scoring or contributing. Thought Bruno personally wasn't great the other night either. Um, but look, you got the one nil win, Varan stood up, putting the net when counted, three points on the board, clean she.
0: Yeah, happy days. Um, I suppose you mentioned a couple of the names there, and Anthony being the main one. Um, and I've seen like throughout pre season, for example, the likes of Garnacho looks like he's you know, I suppose progressed. Uh, he looks a lot more mature. Now, look, I do know he didn't have a, a good game on uh, on Monday night against Wolves. Sancho has impressed. Um, with Anthony, he just seems like he's picked up where he left off from last season, and in not, not in a good way. Uh, you know, he's a one-trick pony, comes in on his left, and like you said, he goes back and he goes sideways an awful lot. Um, do you see a scenario where he gets dropped, maybe, by Eric Ten Hag, given the fact that, you know, we've paid... 100 million euro yeah,
1: for him It was 100 million euro And he got a lot of He played a lot of football last season I see Like In the Premier League last season He only got four goals and two assists He only played He played 25 games But like If you're coming back there Right He's kind of almost gone under the radar Of a 100 million player He hasn't been banded about As much as Grealish was in his first season 100 million for Grealish He's doing nothing Like it's almost he takes a fair bit of flack But I think it's went under the radar For the 100 million He has I have
0: to disagree with you on that I have to disagree he, with you on that I think Jack yeah, Grealish Yeah maybe you're gets, coming
1: No I I, think,
0: I I, I think Jack Grealish Gets too easy of a pass Now
1: you know? Now Not after his first season Now After his yeah, first but, season He won the league He done decent And people are like Sure he done nothing He done this and that Like Now Grealish is like How classy he is And all this What well, is but, he though? I would rate Creelish as world class, you yeah. know? Well
0: what 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 are his stats like? Well, let me pull up his stats here because um well, hold on know a minute because
1: But you don't carry I, someone to win in the Champions League final to win the treble.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, but, he played uh, like, nearly
1: every game he played he was a starter, mainstay starter kind of in that Man City team.
0: Yeah. Um five goals and eleven assists last season. For Grealish, in the league, in all competitions,
1: in all competitions.
0: I mean, that's not, you know, like
1: yeah, it's kind of overridden by the fact that he won a treble, though. You know, he won a yeah, but I think I
0: think it's overridden by the fact that ah, it's old Jack. You know, he loves a, you know, he loves a bit of a laugh and all that when he wins. You know, I think the English media give him a bit of a pass, whereas they focus and look. It's typical from from English media that. You know they they have their favorites, and then you know they they kind of hone in on other players. I don't think Jack Grealish is worth 100 million euro. Uh, There's
1: very few players out there that are worth 100 euro, exactly. 100 yeah. million euro. I, but it's the way things are gone. The fact that Jack Grealish is English also adds that to it. Like would you say Declan Rice is worth 105 million?
0: No, no. I know what you mean. I know what he you mean. He paid 80 like, million like, for Harry
1: Maguire, and I'm sure you wouldn't have said then that he was worth 80 million. You can't go on about these.
0: But if you're looking purely on stats last season, Anthony's and Jack Grealish's are basically identical. Jack, well, it, it, they're just they're just the opposite. Anthony scored twice as many goals. He has 10, where Grealish has 5. And Grealish has 11 assists, and Anthony has 5. So I know this whole kind of... And I see it all the time, like on your talk sports and this and that and the other, this kind of vendetta against Anthony because he has about 6 celebrations every time he scores a goal. Fair enough. And I know he didn't have an amazing season last year, but I would be the. I would be saying it, we should really be giving him a bit of time, at least another season. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, geez, I'm not on about getting rid of him or anything like that. Yeah. But it's just ye, even as Man United fans would want him now to kind of pull up his socks and be like, right, you yeah. have one season under your belt. Come on, Yeah, know, I'm not on about saying, geez, he shall be dropped, he shall be this or anything. I don't even like the use of the word dropped because squads are so big these days. Players. Can not start next Sunday without being dropped. Horses for courses. They might yeah. fancy the manager might fancy someone else against a certain opposition. You know yeah. it's banded about too easily these days. Oh, he's been dropped because he started three games in a row at certain player, and then he's off the pitch for one game and still yeah. probably brought on in that match. Oh, he's dropped. You know it's horses for courses. Very few teams play the same eleven every week, especially a lot of the bigger teams. As I seen in the comments there. Uh, personally, thought Greedish had a good season there last year but chris says in the chat he didn't even play in their first game of the season that's yeah. the kind of squad deck that some of their teams some of these teams have and i can yeah. see there scott says as well come on lads he's a good english player in the world class team which i do agree with i just yeah. think like he's not rubbish like some people make out you don't kind of get a treble and being a mainstay in a team with being not a very good player but look, yeah. we're not here to talk about
0: let me ask you this question and we'll and, and we'll move on from it then. If Anthony was in Man City's team, would he score more goals and assists? Now I'm just saying if I don't think Pep. Yeah, would I do don't know.
1: Would. Like again, I don't like I think Anthony and Grealish are kind of different players, also. I don't I don't think Anthony'd be in the Man City team. Yeah. You know, I know you're saying he's hypothetically. Not, he's not
0: Pep Guardiola type No, I don't
1: think so. I know you're saying hypothetically, Woody. Like, that's very hard to call. Yeah, yeah, you
0: know yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Let's move it on to the midfield, and I do want to talk about it because, you know, obviously Mason Mount is, is another player that's going to be under the microscope this season, big time at Manchester United. Mason, Coming in and, you know, taking Mason the numbers. Mason Mount 10, will. And, yeah, he, you know, he will be big
1: time under the, under like, under a microscope, under a spotlight. But you have to give him time too. Why is he 24, 25? Like this, this lad has won it all so far, and he hasn't done that by being lucky. He's a great player, and he has to be given time, and he will be given time. Yeah. He played in kind of a six role the other day, did he? Was he playing in alongside oh, Casemiro? Well, and that,
0: that was that was what I was going to lead on to is that like what I saw from the game on Monday night was yeah Casemiro being isolated on his own an awful lot, and we've had we had Mason Mount and Bruno Fernandez finding themselves too far forward together. Now Casemiro is a great player and he can cover a lot of space and he reads the game very well, but there was five or six times where Wolves broke on us through the broke on us through the middle, and Casemiro was just completely outnumbered because the likes of Fernandez and Mount was forward. So, like my question is, where do you where do you get the balance there? You know, do you do you? Say to Casemiro, you have to maybe rein in Mason Mount a little bit more and get more defensive. Or, you know, the fact that now we've got, say, Onana at the back, maybe bring, you know, Martinez out to, you know, give him a hand or cover the space.
1: He bought Mason Mount, knowing the kind of Mason player Mason Mount is. Where Mason Mount is currently playing, I say, Ten Hag will be... He's currently deploying that as, like, a stopgap because he's hoping to get in another six... I've written down here like Amrabat yeah. you need someone here to try and make uh you need to Casemiro needs help in that role that he's doing because one person will find it very difficult with the attacking ye do to kind of hold that anchor there in the middle yeah Casemiro needs help Amrabat I think is the guy to do that if he could get him He's a workhorse. He's all over the pitch now. The main thing I seen of Amrabat, I haven't seen a whole lot of him in club football, was that World Cup. But when yeah, he was forced. with Morocco, I was very impressed, taking it off the keeper, carrying it up to the halfway line, uh splitting channels, you know, splitting yeah. defenses, but also laying off your simple balls. If he could get someone in that in there like him, I think Mason Mount is a similar. He has a lot of similar attributes to Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. And I don't think Mason Mount is a player to kind of play that role in yeah, the I side. Casemiro and I like. I think it may have showed the other night. He might have been in that. Ten Hag may have said he can roam up the pitch, but you can see then if them players aren't used to that getting back in that defensive side of things, yeah, they can gape and holes there. You seen the other day like that's that didn't even really happen last year, what happened to the other day. And I'd say 10-Hag will look back at that match and what happened in that match probably won't happen again. Not to that extent. Like that Kuna or Cunha, Uh like he carried the ball like directly up the middle. Yeah. Like directly ran through, carried through and had plenty of joy with it.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree 100%. And I think, look, I, t- I still think Mason Mount is going to, it's going to take him time to find... Out what Eric Ten Hag wants from him You know and you only really get that From match time you know and uh, But I do agree with you I do think We need another defensive style Player in there because You know I don't want to go Through another season of Scott McTominay Being the backup to Casemiro you know what I mean. No, but and there, I know. Yeah, there's still
1: time. There's still time. There is, and... but and
0: you're talking about Amrabat there. Reports are suggesting today that Liverpool are going in for him as well. You know, and he's sick of waiting for United. He agreed personal terms with him at the start of June. So, you know, I it's... see. Just
1: looking at Chris's comment there now, and I do agree with that. I think could play playing a right, not even like an absolute out and out winger, but more like kind of a right attacking mid, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In, in in kind of the inside channel role. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now
1: then you're I kind think, of lacking you're lacking been,
0: you're I lacking the what...
1: width then. It's almost like I'm not saying you have three tens, but it's also like you're four, two, three, one, but you're three up top, yeah. Might be out and out wingers, the two wide ones, they're kind of almost like outside tens, if that they're makes inverted, sense. Kinda. Yeah. Nearly. Yeah, yeah. I know and what you mean. I, I think that could be his position. He's not going to take the middle off Bruno. I think him and Bruno are have a lot of similarities in that sense. I don't think that role deeper down the pitch is for Mount anyway.
0: Yeah, I think it, if you were to ask me on Mount now and what I see him doing, I would see him as the eight. You know what I mean? The kind of box to box where it's not all about defense, but it's not also all not all, all about attack as well. You have your Casemiro as your six, Mount as your eight, and Bruno as your ten. You know. Um and I mean, look, I mean the one thing we would say here is and obviously we're you know it's a discussion and we're talking about it, but we were asking the same questions after the first two games of last season as well that we lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we have to take it so all.
1: United you, aren't p- really playing an eight there, are they? Like if you have like you're saying mount as the eight. I don't I don't really I can I don't really understand that. Like if what tactic do you fit that into?
0: Well it, Basically, if if you're having
1: Casemiro there as your six, say your pivot, yeah, he's your your
0: single pivot in midfield. You know what I mean? Now you do have. But then, then if you want
1: Amrabat in or someone of his caliber, kind of attributes coming in beside him,
0: yeah,
1: he's kind of there to do a similar role.
0: Yeah, but like Casemiro,
1: so you have two strong midfielders there. So then you can let the other. Players on the pitch. Other four players on the pitch. Say a striker and three other attackers. Yeah, but ten that Haig, way higher
0: ten, ten Hag is pushing for a single pivot in midfield. The likes of a Rodri with Man City or a Fabinho with with Liverpool. Where and then you had say you had your Jordan Henderson, for example, who was yeah, just up and down. But then you're not down. you're
1: not playing that four-two-three-one tactic then.
0: No, the four-two-three-one know, 2 3 tactic I don't think is going to be the case for United this Oh year. yeah, well if you're looking at changing that I'm just saying
1: Yeah, 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 yeah You have to be going 4 if you want that yeah. Then if you're going 4 and you want that You're saying you'll have your two midfielders Then you'll be actually pushing Mount Out, out as a right winger
0: An inside right If you know yeah. what I mean Yeah, like, I know like, what you
1: mean But then the pitch is very narrow it's very narrow. I know you'll have Rashford kind of. He'll be hooked. ideally, you'd have Rashford out wide left, yeah, hugging it, coming in on the right foot. I think yeah. it'll uh, if this Hodglin comes in and starts scoring goals and you get a CDM, I think a lot of and barring any injuries, I think yeah. a lot of issues will be resolved and it'll kind of show a truer United, yeah, yeah. Like, Ten Hag has done well to build to here, but it's still a build in progress.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like, there's there's... nothing
1: sealed now. Go on. No, there's nothing sealed yet. Even with Hodglin coming in, I know people are saying, oh, I've seen him there. People, like, before you were linked to him, I'd say a lot of fans didn't even hear of him. I never heard of him. That's not to say he's not good, because I looked him up since, and he does score some amazing goals. But there is a lot of hope to come with this. Yeah. Like, please let him be good. <laughs> you know, <laughs>
0: exactly. please, please let him be good. We, we need you so bad. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But I do want to talk just quickly about Rashford before we move on as well, because obviously, you know, he's playing through the middle now on on the back of, you know, Rasmus Highland being injured. Uh, there is just a complete and utter contrast from Rashford playing through the middle than playing on the left-hand side. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, if, if Rasmus Highland does come in and, I, look, I, I think Marcus Rashford is going to have to probably get used to it a little bit this season, you know, because Rasmus Highland is not going to play 50 games next year. I mean, we can't really rely on, you know, Tony Marshall either because, you know, he's just like a jigsaw when he goes into the box. You know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, what do you do then? If, if Highland comes in and Rashford goes out to the left, is Garnacho back to the bench? Is it Rashford? Is it Anthony? Is it Highland? What does Sancho yeah. do as well if he plays? And I know it's a good headache to have.
1: So if Highland comes in and plays well? Yeah. and Like, I'd score. be starting. I like, unless he is having a very bad run of form, I'd be starting Rashford every, all day, every day. Yeah. I would. Like, yeah.
0: He, well, you he, have to on the back strong-
1: of the season. I, I had. Yeah. I like. Obviously, there's going to be rotation throughout the season, but like the majority of the time in your biggest games, I'd rush to be one of the first names on the team sheet out yeah. left. I know he does that, fills that gap up front, but he's not the same player at all as you just yeah. stated when he's up front. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Like Casemiro is going to be in every here. team. Sorry, I no, Casemiro something. is going to be in every team, and just yeah. wh- whoever you get in with him, like it is vital. If you don't get in someone to play alongside Casemiro, I think it's going to be a long time until
0: Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Jock says, totally agree, lads. I think every team knows exactly what Anthony will do, and it's going to leave us exposed down the right a lot this season. Sancho has actually impressed me. Maybe he could shine. Um, Chris says, uh, Bruno would be a better 8 and Mount a better 10. Yeah, well, there are options as well because they're such similar players. Um Ben says we have to play our best players in the strongest positions. Uh Scott says at the end of the day, Ten Hag will be looking to play a 4-3-3. He's attack-minded and he's Dutch. Uh Chris says Casemiro, Amrabat, Bruno, and Mount, Rashford, and Garnacho. All right. So that would mean you would be playing two kind of defensive midfielders, two wide midfielders, and then kind of two. It's kind of it's kind of like Ralph Ranyick, nearly four-two-two-two. Two, two. Um Ben says, uh, is it wise to play Rashford in the middle though uh, and have him missing in games or maybe put Sancho up there and let Rashford loose on the left? Well, Sancho did play as a false nine a couple of times throughout pre-season and, and did you know, did impress as well. So um, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Right, let's move it on. Uh, we'll talk about Manchester City, unfortunately. Um, but look, three points on the board for them. Again, uh, no you know, real worries, no concerns. Opening game of the season uh, for them against... Burnley uh picking up where they left off. Uh they just they just seem like they haven't even broke broken a stride from the end of last season to the start of this one.
1: Yeah, see, so you're after they look to pick up where they left off. Look, Burnley it was kind of a baptism of fire for them. It was nice to get a home game and their way back to the Premier League or on whatever you call it their entrance back into the Premier League. But Man City did make very light work of him. It was only four minutes in, and they scored. I think, yeah. like as as much as everybody praises, Haaland and how as much as like he, is absolute brilliance. I think, um, Rodri is the absolute catalyst of that team. Yeah, Rodri is unbelievable. Mm. He even he had the assist there for the first goal. He scored the third. He's just all over the pitch, makes light work of everything, simple passes but can then out of nowhere spray a 40 yards into the corner over the top.
0: I see I like see 300,000 FPL managers brought him into their team this for this week.
1: You know, like he is that kind of he is that like six but he also gets so far forward but is yeah. always back in his position at the same time. Yeah. I'd love to have his GPS stats at the end of a match.
0: I just I he seems I just to love the, everywhere. I, I love the fact that he just tucks his shirt into his into his shorts. You know what I mean? You don't see not you don't see many players do that anymore. You know, the old school tuck in your shirt there and get down to work. Um I want to talk to you though about uh obviously Erling Haaland and you are you're obviously a center back yourself and a you know a big strong center back. How do you stop him? You know, now I'm not saying that you're ever gonna have to deal with someone like Haaland but you've marked big fucking awkward you know,
1: I, Jack, did- to be honest, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, I don't even imagine how you could go about stopping him. Like, it's not only his strength, it's his aerial ability. Remember, I was only watching a highlight the other day. He scored a goal where a ball came in over the top and he kind of jumped almost on a spin. The ball was coming over his left shoulder and flicked it with his left foot yeah. into the Dortmund net when they played Dortmund last year. Like, and I I watched the goal four or five times. I was like, "How did he even do that?" The goals he scored the other day, like he's he's like a fox in the box with being a lad that can score a thirty-yard belter as well. Yeah, he, he's there for all that happens, but he also scores screamers. He's so big. He's so his
0: his his, his movement is amazing. I yeah.
1: Have to say. You know, you know, I wouldn't even say Do you know the way I get a lot of people who are big and awkward. He's not even awkward, he's big and just very good. Yeah. Like it's it's I don't think I know he might go off the battle there for two or three games, and people are like, Oh, is he really the robot? People say he is, but I don't think anybody can deny what he is at the
0: minute. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I know what you mean. Does coming win from the every rival all? fan. Um I mean, if you look at what did he score 52, 53 goals last season in a team. I think that he would, would. I
1: think he deserves to win the Ballon d'Or, but I think going like when you're kind of going historically, I don't think he will win it. Like why? Because, well, who would be ahead of him? Do you reckon? I I don't even know who's ahead of him, but they kind of like generally go at like. Do you know you have to win international tournaments or something? I think he'd be fully deserved to win it.
0: Yeah, well like, like he's after doing a treble in a, in a treble winning team.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And um won the European Golden Boot, won the Premier League Golden Boot. Did he win Premier League player of the year? I know he won the young player of the year. Oh, well, I, I don't that? think
0: they, I don't think they do that until Oh, that's the, the PFA player of the year, isn't it? Um, he
1: won that PFA player of the year. Oh, did he? Yeah. But did he win? I just seen there on his yo- on stats the other day that he won Premier League young player of the year. So I can't remember if he won Play player of the year at the end of last season
0: Yeah, yeah, He look he'll win it all You know what I mean, he really will But look, not to, to put a dampener on it But, well I don't really care But Kevin De Bruyne goes off with an injury uh, Hamstring injury Again for him And obviously it's been confirmed that He will undergo surgery And it's a minimum of four months out uh, After the surgery Yeah. Um, how big of a loss is Kevin De Bruyne Going to be to Manchester City And you know it is what, it is what, a massive how will it affect him in terms of retaining their title
1: it is a big loss but over the last few years kevin de bruyne has been pretty injury prone and he's been out from time to time and they've kind of seemed to deal with it very, fairly well i can't remember if he was ever out for a period of 4 months he's 32 at the moment and he was Reading up, coming up to Champions League last year, he didn't even know if he was going to make the final. The last few games of the season, or last few weeks, I think he was getting injections and playing through the pain barrier just to get through games. Wanted to just see out that season. And it was kind of almost like as if it was a swan song, as if he was kind of like, I'm finishing out this season, if it's going to be my last or not, and getting taped up, strapped up, injected, just to get him through this. He's been unlucky now to do a serious injury at the start of this. He's 32, Probably has another two years in him. Max, not saying thirty-four is too much, but just kind of for what City probably want, you know, they yeah. probably kind of such a high amount to bring something true. He's been a great servant and will be a massive loss. But I think I definitely think City will dive into the transfer market to replace him.
0: Yeah, they're 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 linked it's with the West Ham player, aren't they? Um
1: Paqueta, But what's interesting, they were actually linked to him before this injury ever even happened. Right. Okay um i see him there linked to i i actually just seen this online now i didn't even ever hear a player a danny Olmo from red oh, bull he's, leipzig yeah. he's a spanish from catalonia he scored a hat trick apparently last weekend versus bayern munich in that german super cup
0: yeah but when you, when you look at say the, the players that city you've i suppose sold in you know gundogan and 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 players like that and now with the bruyne kind of in in that midfield area it has to be a big Moment for Phil Foden to step in, really, does it? I mean, like, it's a similar kind of. I know he probably plays off the right a little bit more, but anytime that I I think,
1: I think for the next couple of weeks until they make a sign or anything, I think you may see in that 10 role. I know the Brian was a bit deeper at the weekend, but in that 10 role, who played there last weekend was Alvarez, and I think he can play that role. Yeah, I'm not saying he's the answer to their problems, but I think it could be a stop back stop gap for the time being. If if I was Man City, I would be going into that market because you know when you're on top you want to stay on top. Yeah. They have the players, but the reason Man City are so good is because they have the squad depth. Like you can't pick Man City players in fantasy football.
0: Yeah, it's just on you can't you just don't know what pick they're going to
1: come out with. You don't know yeah. who they're going to come out with. And like most teams have a strongest 11 man city probably have a strongest 15 16 yeah where like you can there's definitely two or three them center backs that you can swap out with each other and definitely doesn't weaken the team in any sense whatsoever yeah like and then if you're looking at them three they play across the top like if you take out bernardo silva or Grealish or some of these and you're replacing with each other like the team doesn't really get weaker. Obviously, it gets weaker if you take out Haaland. Yeah, but then that new lad, what's the kid that scored a goal last night? Uh Palmer. Palmer, yeah. Like he looks like he another looks good fairness was, One. Geez, I think that he's ever scoring, He
0: scored in the he scored in the charity shield final as well, I think. So
1: that was a great goal last night. I just see here from Party Pooper, he says Danny Almo is a great player. Can you expand anything on that party pooper? I was just reading up on him earlier on when I seen the name. Yeah, never heard of him before. But but is coming,
0: did you agree with it from Scott that uh, Burnley gave them trouble at times. The likes of United, Arsenal, Liverpool, so on could be dangerous against City this season.
1: Yeah, like people will. The thing about Pep, why he has City good, is he's kind of. Pep can kind of seem to be ahead of the times, but people then kind of catch on to the way he plays. Like last season, he kind of came out with that new tactic where he's playing his centre-backs across the back four, but the two wide ones can get forward, and then the CDM can drop in. When Stones was playing as the CDM, he can drop in as a centre-half, and the two wing-backs are gone up almost as wingers, and then you're in a back three. Yeah. Like, you'll see more and more teams kind of trying to cop onto this now. But once teams wise up to the way he plays, they will find gaps when they're able to block out passes, block out channels. um. But it's like when you get better teams. You even see last night, Sevilla, I watched uh, about 60 minutes of that match. And yeah. Sevilla, they caused them problems. It did. And they're a decent side. But uh, And City had a strong team out.
0: They did. I was very surprised because I only flicked it over in the second half. and.
1: geez, Ederson had a great game. He pulled off some saves. And yeah. there was, just with that comment you put up there, um, what was it that Burnley gave him? There was a couple of times there where Sevilla last night were straight through one-on-one one, two, three, two or three times, if I'm not
0: yeah. mistaken. And Ederson pulled off.
1: It. Yeah, Ederson actually pulled off great saves or made himself big. You could say poor finishing either because he's through one-on-one.
0: But historically, historically, City have never started league seasons or, or seasons fast. You know, they tend to finish very strong. Um, so maybe it's, a, for, for Man City fans, maybe it's a, a silver lining that you know, you're getting Kevin De Bruyne out for four months at the start of the season, rather than you know the back end of the season. You know, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, look, let's move it on from from Man City, uh, and we'll move on to Arsenal. Decent start from Arsenal. Uh, obviously, there was a a big injury uh, for Uri and Timber. Done his ACL. It looks like he's going to miss the entirety of the season. Um, Why? What, what did you? I I personally didn't see the game. When I only saw the highlights. You know.
1: Yeah, I only like, seen highlights there too.
0: Yeah, but as 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 far as I believe, I read the 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 match reports and stuff. It was kind of a a kind of an Arsenal performance where they were good for phases and then they were kind of not so good in other phases.
1: Yeah, their new signings done fairly well. They gelled in well there. Um, look, you're going. To, I think an opening day of victory you're going to take, as you said the other day. You're going to take. They were slightly more convincing than United were in their first game the, and keti i scored and i tell you saka scored an absolute worldly goal of the weekend definitely yeah. up there jared Bowen scored a very similar goal for west ham but um they would have liked the clean sheet anthony langa actually had a great run in he did from the left and cut a ball across and eddie emmy or whatever his name is um slotted it in i think Arsenal do look slightly light up top but uh Party filled in there at right full, and they had timber. I think at left full. Mm. So that's a big backline. That's a kind of backline that you don't have any natural wing backs. I presume and Zinchenko was injured when I didn't see him in the lineup. He wasn't on yeah, the bench either. Yeah, he be was
0: because I actually had him in my fantasy, and so I was yeah. he didn't play.
1: Yeah, but um, Party did right did well at right full. I'm. No, he played there on a couple of occasions last season. I don't know if that's they're filling a the void there for now or if they're kind of looking at him potentially for the season. Ben White had come back into the centre. Yeah. And uh, Gabriel was on the bench. He came on then when Timber got injured. But as I said, they paid decent money for Timber. Like. Arsenal have already splashed a good bit of cash i don't know if there's more there for them to spend but you would think if they want to push on this season that they have to replace him they brought him in for a reason to shore up a defense yeah i think he can play a right full or center half and i'm presuming he can play left full as well if they played him there at the weekend but um they i think they have to replace him with something like gabrielle is coming back in there now he'll obviously slot back in for him Right, maybe Zinchenko Obviously a left full But uh, I think if they want Cover I think their squad depth Again Even though they made A few nice additions I don't think they have The squad depth That The likes of your Man City have But
0: It's mad when you When you just get A couple of injuries In the wrong areas What it can do to your squad Like Gabriel is like, the- Getting injured in pre-season
1: I don't know what they paid. Did they pay fifty million for Timber? I'm not sure what they paid.
0: Something around that, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So say they paid in around that. Like you're after paying that for a lad, and he does his ACL or his cruciate three weeks later. Like that's that has to put a spanner in the works. Yeah. Like he's a lad that you went. You said to your scouts, scout this lad. You said your owner, this is the lad I want. With us moving forward, and we want to go one step further, challenge for the title this season. I want Declan Rice. I want Kai Havertz, and I want this lad, Timber. He yeah. goes, that's what I want to bring us forward. And then, boom, this lad and is United gone. And
0: United trying to sign him last season. and uh, he Liverpool
1: previously have been linked to him too, you know. So he's, like, yeah. he's obviously a very good player.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the only reason he didn't move to United last summer was Van Gaal told him that if he didn't play consistently week in, week out, he wouldn't be in the World Cup squad. So he yeah. stayed at Ajax for another season. Yeah. Other, than, other than that, we would have signed him instead of uh, Lissandro Martinez. So, swings and roundabouts. Um, do you still think they'll be the main challengers to City this year?
1: It's very hard to tell, Jack. Very hard to tell. Like, if, if if we were to say that now, I think it's pure guesswork. Like I don't think the first day of the season showed anything really. Yeah. From any team, Bar City, Newcastle kind of put down a bit of a marker there, they had a good win. But other than that, I don't think you learned a whole lot from any teams. Chelsea could, like if Chelsea got their act together, it's going to be hard for all these players to gel together. And they had another injury and Kunku is out for, I think, four months as well. So he's obviously kind of a big loss to them. But you really don't know what team, way teams will fare out. Brighton had a good win. Can they bring last year's form into this season? Um, right. Well, let's ta- I- let's
0: let's talk Chelsea then. I, I suppose we'll talk Chelsea and Liverpool while we're on the topic. Um, we'll go with Liverpool first because we're kind of yeah. talking about um, like midfield areas and stuff like that. And obviously, Liverpool's midfield has been the main talking point in in this transfer window, and they're struggling to get deals done. Um, I mean. Me personally for from what I saw from Liverpool on the weekend against Chelsea is how open they were in the midfield. I think it, it was so now look, Pochettino is a smart manager. He's gonna know that they're weak in that area. But the likes of McAllister and Sabosley coming in are not defensive midfielders, you know. Yeah, they're and then on the other side
1: them. on the other side of the tree, then you had Gakpo. Yeah. Who to be fair, I thought McAllister done well. I thought Sab uh so done well as well. McAllister had a few decent balls around, and he was kind of the furthest sitting back, and I don't think that is actually his position. Yeah. Um, he's kind of a ten, as as far as I've seen and know. Anyway, kind of creating the chances, but Gakpo then is actually sitting along that tree there as well, and he wasn't getting back as freely as the other two were. Yeah. Because he's probably a lot more used to attacking and all. Uh, I think that's where gaps open up. Um, like, Liverpool did look lively in the first half. And when I watched up to half time in the game, I was like impressed saying this was a good start to a season.
0: Yeah. But
1: then the game kind of petered out. The thing that you'll see about Liverpool, and it's kind of the same as last season, and I think teams will cop onto this big time, is Trent at rightful. The gap. He. Is very good at attacking as we all know. If I was Liverpool now, I'd put him in that midfield role.
0: Yeah, what part of the midfield role would you be putting him as At an eight, a 10? Because he can't play a six. I mean, if he's not able to defend in the back line, how is he going to defend in the number six role?
1: Yeah, well, it's a different kind of defend. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd have him up there. Look, he seems to kind of create a lot of chances. As well, you could have him in an A I don't know what like way he's like for getting up and down the pitch But like, I think the way they're playing him now As kind of like a rightful semi-midfielder Yeah If that makes sense Like, you know, roam into midfielder, but you're rightful When Maybe Liverpool lose Anthony that position, Yeah, when Liverpool lose that possession Like, there's a diag or a ball down the line Constantly into rightful Constantly, there's acres of space there That'll drag your whole defensive line Across to that side then Mm. And allow for like It's just going to be a lot harder to keep shape When there's crosses or anything coming into the box If they're all rushing over to cover that side Yeah yeah. Now Um, he's he's going He is, I think he's great Like
0: Yeah but there's only, and and look I, I agree with what you're saying But there's only so much Or so many times we can say Trent is great going forward But he's a fucking fullback at the end of the day you know what I mean? Know. Either move him out of the position, or teach him how to defend. You know what I mean? And I think it's going to be the first one. Well, you I see the, Yeah, the, t- the thing—the
1: thing about which is difficult for him too is because he's getting given a license to go forward like that. It's not always his fault either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't just be like Trent this Trent. Like he's been told to, he's not wandering up that pitch, but clock <laughs> yeah. shouting for it, in, baby, don't leave your own half. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like he's been told to do that. He has the potential to be treading through these balls, to be playing balls. So it's just something that you think they may have ironed out a bit better in pre-season. But again, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes there. They haven't made a whole lot of sight. And I see they're saying this end now. Um, it probably comes as a shock to a lot of people. Again, he's not a player I've ever heard of. He played with Stuttgart, looked him up earlier on. Seems to be captain. good reports on him. Isn't Is he I yeah There seems to be very, Seems to be very good reports Coming from
0: Yeah
1: Online That's not even just From Liverpool fans You know Like yeah. kind of When you're looking up And there's but, or Stuttgart fans And all saying You're after getting A gem of a player They I mean, know people say Ah oh, he's 30 or 31 But sure they need Something for now You know Like yeah. They're after getting rid Of so many midfielders They need something for now Not something like Oh he'll be good In three years
0: Yeah well he's 30 years of age So it's a gamble you know what I mean?
1: It is, but it's only a fifteen million gamble, you know. Yeah, not like, yeah that's
0: true. Like,
1: I don't think they've like what are they going to do? Just keep that midfield they have?
0: No, they can't. They have to try something. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And you I
1: in I think, nearly more so than any manager, like I think, Liverpool in Klopp they should trust, like you know.
0: Yeah, well, a lot of a lot of Liverpool fans that I've been, you know, seeing online and some of the Liverpool fan channels are suffering are kind of nearly sounding like Man United fans have been over the last 15 years in terms of ownership and wanting them gone and, you know, either back the manager or get out and sell the club and this kind of stuff, you know what I mean? And we're, we're well used to that at this stage. Um, do you see a scenario where maybe Klopp walks or they change ownership? You know, what I mean, they are going to have to get back into the top four at minimum this season.
1: Yeah, but that'd be that would be their minimum aim anyway, like um to try and get into that top four, but I I don't think that they'd I don't think they'd ever sack Klopp. No. No. I don't think it would ever come to that. Like to, like I'd say his hands are relatively tight. Yeah, well like he,
0: yeah. When it, I mean he, Like he,
1: if he if he had an abundance of money there, he'd be buying the players. There's obviously something there to do with funding and all. Like I don't think Klopp is sitting there going Nah nah we have 100 million in the bank We don't want to spend that The right player hasn't come along yet Yeah I just don't think he's the kind of person To come out and give out about the board
0: Yeah it's kind of a a tricky one as well Because like He has spent an awful lot of money You know what I mean He's spent upwards of 800 million I think But obviously the net spend Has been good Because they sell players for decent money You know what I mean Yeah but
1: when is that 800 million Since he came in Yeah yeah, but he's it, absolutely revolutionized Liverpool and won oh, every yeah. trophy he could.
0: But he hasn't some retained, people like United have spent has, the same he money, he hasn't retained a single trophy.
1: No, but United have done spent the same money in the same time, if not probably more.
0: Yeah, we have. Yeah, but see, our, like, our our net spend is way worse because we're crap at selling players, you know yeah, what I mean?
1: Like when Klopp came in, the team he had to deal with, I t- like I think Klopp is the kind of person they could build a statue for him outside it.
0: Oh, they probably will, sir. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do.
1: You know what I mean? Um, um he's, Yeah, look, it's going to be a tough one. It, it could be a long season for a few teams this year. Yeah, Chelsea, Just they need to, Teams need to get in a few signings. Now, you're talking about a team that don't need to get in any more signings. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, one extreme to the other. Jeez. How are they going to get away with this financial fair play? Is there? Are, are I,
1: doing... I listened on. I listened on Talksport the other day, and um what's the Palace owner? Former Palace owner, Simon yes, uh, Jordan. I heard the same. Simon on, yeah. Jordan. He kind of explained and broke it down. And he said what they're doing is essentially genius. Yeah. Because, I think I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he was explaining it to me. I think that thing has gone now, where you can sign everybody under eight-year contracts. And no, like space not. it out over the eight years they're Is trying, that not gone yet?
0: No it's not But they're trying to get rid of it So
1: the way he broke it down Is he was Simon Jordan said Something along the lines of Over the eight years So you sign a player for a hundred million They're breaking that down over eight years So it's twelve and a half million a year That you're essentially paying for that player yeah. And yeah. then you come along And they sold a the player this year Who did Chelsea sign for big money Sell for big money this year? Um,
0: They, they probably lead their goalkeeper To Saudi Arabia Mendy was it
1: for what fifty million? No,
0: I think something like that. Maybe. So they
1: they sell that fifty. They sell him for fifty million, say. Uh, yep. Departures Oh should I say yep. sold Kai Havertz there for sixty million to Arsenal? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sell him for sixty million, and you're after buying a player for eighty million, but over eight years, so that's ten million a year. Say, and you sold him for sixty million. So you of your finances for this year, you're up fifty million now. Yeah. Even though you signed a player for 80 and sold one for 60. Yeah. Because amount.
0: You forgot about Mess
1: amount. <laughs> yeah. But that's why they had so much this year. That's what um, Simon Jordan was going on saying this summer, Chelsea are technically plus 200 yeah. million.
0: Yeah. But they've spend... they
1: signed all these players.
0: They've spent 800 plus million in the last yeah. 18 months. You know what I mean? No, but, but and I, only, I, do, I do I do, know what you're saying there because basically what Simon Jordan was saying is that Chelsea are taking all of the risk because if these players don't pay off and they don't sell players for decent money in the next three, four years, then it will come back to bite them in the hours. They have to yeah, be... But it is, it is difficult
1: are- to see Chelsea not doing good things. Maybe not immediately, but they're signing... Some very very good players Yeah Do you watch that I know it's only one game But like he showed glimpses last year That Enzo Fernandez In that game The other night looked Unbelievable Unreal.
0: He was man of the match Yeah Unreal, Unbelievable Sure Liverpool wanted Enzo
1: And they got Endo Yeah So there you go so, They had like
0: But I think in another Two or three seasons Chelsea will be the team to beat because they're yeah, signing but players that are They're signing 32. players,
1: they're not signing players for right now They're signing players that will play right now But all the players are signing are 20,
0: 21, 22, 23 Yeah, Caicedo, another
1: one Lavia yeah, yeah, like these are young players Even that lad that scored the goal the other day he And I think they've, they've
0: actually They've triggered um,
1: They asked triggered, triggered.
0: Yeah For Crystal Palace Is it
1: That Jackson as well That was up front for him He actually looked alright He was a live yeah. wire anyway
0: Yeah Yeah so It's going to be interesting To see what they do Because You know I think I think top four Given the money that they're spending I think top four Is going to have to be A minimum for them. You know what I mean If not oh, yeah, this but season, like Top four
1: Top four is big For a lot of teams this year Like I know last yeah. week We said that Newcastle May struggle Like They show no signs of struggle that first day of the season Like mm aston villa like geez they did very well against aston villa isaac let's
0: talk talk about it here yeah because it's it's the final uh it's the (laughs) final topic we have Um, isaac up top isaac up top yeah very good
1: do you think top four will i don't know i think as i said there when you were asking for predictions or just a few minutes ago we were talking like it's very, very difficult to base off the first game of season. Yeah, I think even do. after five games, it's hard to base. But I think after five games, you will have a decent idea, you know, yeah. of where teams are kind of going. Like um, but last year after five games, United had lost their first two and they kind of finished yeah. well. Yeah. But um I think Newcastle, it'll really start to tell when they kind of get knocking around the Champions League, or say Two games a week I, I know you can't rule Like I know you can't just say But like Isaac Say he picked up an injury You're yeah. kind of like geez, our main striker's gone Then Tenali had an excellent debut The other day he, def-
0: he, he looks I said it before He signed He was going to be A cracking signing
1: Yeah but he looks like a player He has a lot of want in him He wants to win that ball You know he wants to get forward He's just He has He's aggressive He's an aggressive he's man, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's an aggressive man He just <laughs> I was very impressed with him. He had a lovely assist there too.
0: So tell me then, because you said it was the last po- season's podcast or, or the, the last week's podcast, Eddie Howe. You, you said you think he might not be the man to take Newcastle to the to the next level. I just
1: think when you see, when you look over teams in the past and they kind of bring in this, now, I, he could prove me wrong and I wouldn't mind yeah. at all if he did because it'd be great to see someone that kind of... Worked their whole way up Yeah And kind of got this opportunity Like the last thing I want to see at Newcastle is Do you know in a year's time Someone like Ancelotti coming in there Yeah And, you know and winning I mean, massive trophies and leaving Yeah like The project they have now is great If I think it'd be nearly a better season than last season If they can get Champions League Even if that's yeah. all they get If they can just get Champions League again this season Yeah I think they'll have had a better season than last season.
0: Does does it, obviously you're a Sunderland fan, so does it kill you to see Newcastle doing no, well? No, no, Or do not, you care? No,
1: no, like, yeah, you'd obviously love your team to be like that and they're their biggest rivals, but no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, what do you of Ange, big Ange, first game 2-2 against brentford
1: yeah look uh, i'm still going I to put out, out there i said he's going
0: to do big gonna... things you said
1: yeah but now, like now like there's a big torn the side like harry kane is gone but i think yeah. that i think it's the best thing that could have happened to him because harry kane was going to go next season regardless yeah like regardless he wasn't going to sign a new contract so he's either stay for one more year and then leave on a free next year yeah. So, what has Poch, what has Posta Coglu got to benefit from that? I'll keep Harry Kane for the year. We come fifth in the league. Then I lose Harry Kane next year. Suddenly, a few bad results next year without Harry Kane. And they're and like, they're yeah, you know, they're like, but now he's like, if he finishes sixth in the league this year, they're like, sure, so give him time. He's after losing Harry Kane, our best player over the last 10 years.
0: Yeah. Do you think... Uh, what, what, g- give me your prediction for United and Spurs on the weekend. Obviously, United with a lacklustre performance against Wolves and going away to Spurs. I think Spurs are going to struggle for goals this season.
1: Yeah, I was just about to say, it's so hard. Is is Richarlison injured at the minute? Well, I think he played the other day. Did he? I thought I read somewhere that Richarlison was injured at the minute. They have to buy a striker anyway. They have to get a striker in. Like, Have they bought a young lad from...
0: Oh god, I can't think. Uh let me just have a quick look here. Yeah, I, um, think, anyway. yeah, I think they I think they have bought a young striker from let me see. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, Valiz? Am I right? Am I saying that right? Is he the goalie? No, no. what's the goalie's name? Uh oh, no, he's only 19. Let me just have a quick check. Transfers. Oh no, he signed from Rosario. Yeah, he did. He only signed this year. He's a striker, but he's only nineteen. You wouldn't be expecting him to be doing much this season. Um, no, I think
1: they have. I think they have to get in. Um, I think they have to get uh, a striker striker in anyway. Yeah, uh, like Richardson's there, but I don't know how many goals he'll get this season. Like Madison was a good sign, and Madison had two assists, assists. this weekend too.
0: Yeah,
1: Madison's after being made vice captain as well. Is he? Apparently, yeah. There, he pa, or Postacoglu put in two vice captains, him and Romero, and club captain is son. His I son, think yeah. Eric Dier is meant to be very put out by it. Is he, Eric Dyer? Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: sure. His his days are number. Did he play on the weekend?
1: No, and I think his days are number because Coglu kind of he tries to play a nice brand of football that I think Dyer will be t- too slow for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. No, I'm down there. Ben Alloch, uh, Ben. No, Martial, Lukaku. No way, Lukaku. I don't think any. Of I did hear Spurs. somebody
0: say today that uh, uh, United and uh, Sp- I think it was Spurs was mentioned as well. Should be looking at Lukaku on a one-year loan deal. Um, no way. Nah. Well, I wouldn't be. I, I wouldn't be. I would.
1: Right. Finally, Chris, Chris we, is sorry, Chris is giving Anja a lot of stick this season, isn't he? And just going to get shown And I his, uh... see a few more he thrown in there up earlier on
0: <laughs> So uh, tell me, how did the fantasy football go for you week one?
1: Fancy went alright, 76 points. Not bad So Not I think bad. it's kind of average Yeah uh, What yeah, you there?
0: 67 What let me down obviously was John Stones uh, was yeah, into... yeah, John
1: Stones didn't play as well But What's the Call came on Botman came on with 5 points. Yeah, oh, that me. was
0: a great show What did he get you?
1: 5 points, I think Five they conceded, but he must like, Did he have an assist for one to go and stretch out yeah, that he, leg? I think
0: he did. I think he did. I had Zinchenko also on my backline that didn't play either, so that let me down big time.
1: Um, Here before we go, you we never even spoke about it. penalty, no penalty, and what do you make of your goalie? I love him,
0: and yes, it was a penalty.
1: Stonewall. What does what does Chris think there?
0: I well, we, the 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 majority. The, I suppose the feedback I've been getting off United fans, and we were doing the game live. Majority of people did think it was a penalty, um, but I love him. I mean, we would have lost that game probably four-nil yeah, if it wasn't. He, for him. he did,
1: he did, he did play well. But what was he doing? He's coming out. Oh, like a, he just came out. Superman. Like <laughs> oh hell, by
0: so he did. But I love Superman that. Did. I love a goalkeeper coming out and cleaning house. You know what I mean? Would you've ever seen De Gea coming out and doing that? Absolutely not. You know oh. what I mean? Now I I loved De Gea and he had his brilliant attributes and for a while he was you know the best goalkeeper in the world at one stage but I'm delighted with it I think uh, Spider we well,
1: the has done some turnaround too
0: he has he has and he's on he's on course for a new um, contract as well I think once the yeah, transfer that's some over.
1: turnaround isn't it
0: Well when you got a good coach teaching you how to play the game it can make a big difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you look at, you know, Luke Shaw was hit and miss before Ten Hag came in. Rashford was a shell of himself. Ten Hag is after turning. Even ago goal with, with the likes of Fred. I thought he improved Fred an awful lot last season. These types of players. So, I mean, you can have managers all you want. They have to be able to improve the players. And I think that was part of Ten Hag's um, job description. I would say, you know, he was told, look, we'll back you with money, but you're going to have to improve some of the players that are already there. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Anyway, listen, Ricey, appreciate it. Um, Hopefully we'll see you again next week. Uh, Hopefully United will have three more points on the board. Uh, Good old uh, Angel being the
1: in Ray, what's your prediction before you I'm go gonna
0: up. go. I'm gonna go with, I have done my match preview video. It's up on YouTube for anybody who wants to watch it as well, by the way. Um I went with a one 0 win to United. I think both teams are struggling to score goals. And I think for that reason, I think it'll be a very tight game. But I think United might just pip it. One one. Gonna,
1: Madison.
0: You're gonna go one one. 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 Madison set peace. Free kick. Free kick. There we go, man. You're a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So you appreciate it, man. We'll leave it there, guys. Everybody else, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you are listening on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to, please do give us a five-star review. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube live here right now, please like and subscribe. We do appreciate it. we the road to 4,000 subscribers. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next week. Take it easy.